This is episode 26 with entrepreneur, professional, and personal development coach, Rajiv Madumba. This is Pencil Leadership. My name is Chris Anderson, and finally realizing my master's degree only taught me so much, I decided to start on a journey to learn more about what it truly means to be a pencil leader and how we can leave a positive mark on people and the world around us. So each week, I'm going to bring you a topic or a guest that will help guide us on our way to grow and leave a positive mark wherever we go. So if you're ready, take out your pencils and let's begin. Rajiv Madumba is a dynamic entrepreneur, executive, business strategist, coach, and advisor. He is also an accomplished author, speaker, and thought leader. Above all, Rajiv is a diehard optimist with a can-do attitude. Throughout his professional life, Rajiv has built profitable, value-based businesses, nurtured strategic partnerships, and built lifelong friendships. He has worked with organizations and individuals to remedy challenges and achieve results. Rajiv has achieved stellar results in international business, startups, new business lines, and now is focused on helping you succeed in your profession and your business and get the most out of your life. Rajiv, welcome to the show. So glad you're here. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. Yeah, no problem. Um, I'd love to get started um, with you just kind of telling us a little bit about your backstory, if you would. Yeah, sure. So, uh, you know, I, I bring about uh, 20 plus years of uh, professional career to the table. Um, okay. I've primarily been in sales at the beginning of my uh, career uh, journey. I was into direct sales, went door to door for about a year and a half, um, then established a direct marketing company, grew it really well, you know, 300 associates, 12 locations, then uh, divested from it, got into technology as technology was booming. Oh, wow. Okay came to the U.S., uh, got an MBA, have a couple of master's degrees, another MBA from India, um, and then got into benefits administration and benefits consulting, totally by chance. You know, I had <laughs> no idea how to land there. So, you know, I decided to stick around. And uh, over the last 20 years, uh, I've been in the health and wellness space, um, you know, basically uh, growing up and uh, climbing up the ladder. Um, I've done different entrepreneurial ventures at different points in time. Like I told you, I had a direct marketing company at a point in time. Mm -hmm. Then I had uh, got into technology companies where I built SaaS products, mm -hmm. where very recently I actually worked on a CRM solution. Then I've actually on and off, the way I've shaped my career is I've been with uh, really large companies, you know, 10,000 plus employees. Mm. Uh, well, nowadays, you know, uh, that's probably mid-size, you know, more right, like 50, right. 50, 50 or 100,000 yeah. employees. But then, you know, multi-billion dollar uh, revenue companies have been with uh, medium-sized businesses, have been with startups where I've helped them grow 90x, you know, 150x in some instances. Oh. And then um, kind of did it all on purpose in terms of being able to see uh, the different flavors that you get to see in different size companies. Um, you know, have been responsible for P&L at different uh, things that I've done, have opened up a vocational training school at a point in time in, in my career. And of late, the recent thing that I've done is uh, decided to take all my experience from so many years and then some way of packaging it and providing it back to the audience. Um, you know, the way I like to look at it is, you know, I probably have another 20, 25 or more years in terms of a career, but I'd like to start packaging what I've learned, my expertise, my experience, and then decided to 
actually start a podcast about six months ago. Awesome. awesome. Uh, it's, called, it's called Plan B Success. Started that. Uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, well, I continue to enjoy it even now. And uh, other than that, uh, gotten into writing, published one book, working on the other two. Um, so those are some of the things that's going on. Well, that's awesome. You got a lot going on for sure. So I guess with all that experience you've had, what has been kind of your, I guess, what do you enjoy most out of all that? You know, I think one of the things that I've always kind of asked myself that question and I have seen is, you know, the most I've enjoyed is being able to coach, to Mm. treat somebody. Yeah. So at different points in my career, you know, there was a point in time very early in my career where I actually taught uh, MBA students you know, management courses. Okay. Um, and then at a later point, actually, even when I came to the US and I was a student, my assistantship was actually being a tutor to undergrads. Um, so I really loved that, enjoyed that. And then I kind of got into writing and speaking around 2011, I think. Okay. That's the, that's the time I started blogging, writing articles on healthcare, um, and then being out there in national and international conferences, speaking, doing keynote addresses. And all. I've thoroughly enjoyed all that. Now I'm in the process of kind of, you know, restarting that whole thing as a, an alternate career, so to yeah, speak, yep. you know, where I can do more of that. And, and I think one of, one of the things that intrigued me was like, when I look around, mm-hmm. there's a lot of uh, 18 to 22 year olds, you know, mostly school dropouts who are kind of getting into that digital marketing space. You know, they've got podcasts or they're looking at uh, picking one particular theme and going out there and speaking and talking and all of that stuff. And I'm like, you know, why don't I just do the same thing? You know, I, I at <laughs> least I, I bring the experience and the expertise, yeah, right? And absolutely. Uh, even with my podcast, one of the things that I've seen is a lot of the podcasts out there are interviews and, and purely yep. in interviews. And I've talked to a lot of these 20, 22 year olds and they tell me that, hey, we really don't have a whole lot to share from an experience standpoint or an expertise standpoint. That's why we're dependent on talking to others and gleaning it from them. Whereas with the way I like to do my podcast is I do one episode of an interview, mm-hmm. you know, with a, with somebody inspiring who's been there, done that, whether right. it's a bu- businessman, entrepreneur, athlete, artist, whoever. And then the other two episodes, I pick a topic and then it's just me and the mic. I, so I yeah. talk about it. And that's where I, I get to kind of uh, dig deep into my own experience and expertise and talk about it. That's awesome. So with your new, I mean, you said you're trying to package just your information to give it out to people. So what would your, your target kind of audience be? Would it be the, the 18 to 20 year olds or, or what would you? No, I think it's a, it's a bigger mix. You know, the way okay. I like to yeah. ca- categorize them is there's entrepreneurs, there's professionals who are actually in a professional career. And then there mm-hmm. are stu- students who kind of fall in that, you know, 18, 20, 22 year old bucket who are just getting started on their careers so gotcha. those are the those are the kinds of people I'm targeting, and um, I think one, and when you look at the expanse of it, the the theme that I'm going with is you know like I said you know my show is called Plan B Success. Right. I'm a I'm a big believer that uh, you know most of us fall into a career or a profession by happenstance. You know nobody really plans out and says hey this is the career that I want to pick up and this is what I'm totally passionate about. This is what I'm going to do. <laughs> There are a few people who do that, and I think they're the lucky ones. But yeah. nine out of ten, like I told you, right? I fell into benefits administration, had no idea what a health plan was, no idea what mm-hmm. an insur- what insurance was, what an HMO was, what a PPO was, and I had to learn all that. And right. you know, and now today, you know, um, I'm an I'm an expert at healthcare, and that's how you become an expert, right? So, yep. 
so there's that and then i think once you pick up a career or uh, uh, you go after a profession or whatever you're trying to pursue then you start figuring out your likes your dislikes mm. where where your passion lies what are you really passionate about and there are some people who look back and say hey i've already spent the last 10 years doing what i was doing i know i really don't really 100% enjoy what i'm doing but you know what i've come this far why should i do anything else let me just continue with it and it's unfortunate but there's a lot of people out there who do that mm-hmm. and then there are some who say okay i know where my passion lies and i want to take a pivot take a turn and go after it and pursue it and they figure out ways and means of doing it by us maybe a side gig a side hustle mm-hmm. you know uh, doing it in their own time whatever they do but they go and they chase after that and they come out successful so that's kind of yeah. my my theory behind becoming a success at what you want to do in your so a lot of people say don't don't plan don't have a plan b just go after plan a Mm-hmm. Well, I believe, you know, whether you like it or not, everybody has a plan B. So is, I guess, what would be some of the main challenges that people or organizations have come to you with for help? Uh, there's a bunch of different things that I do. You know, I've, got, okay. I've, I've talked uh, like this, this startups that I help with in terms of them getting off the ground in terms of um, making traction in terms of their uh, growth journey. There's uh, CEOs and um, there's also wannabe entrepreneurs that I work with in terms of helping them kind of on target as to what they want to go after it's not an mm. easy journey right. and a lot a lot of people don't understand it you know a lot of right. people look look at the glamour around the startup <laughs> and say okay I'll jump in and I'll come yeah. out successful and you know I spend a lot of time talking to people telling them what they should really be prepared for Absolutely. like i was i was i was talking to an entrepreneur i think the other day day before yesterday where he started he launched uh, what he wanted to launch in terms of his product he prepared for it for over a year and then um, he went around talking to a few people and probably about you know i don't know maybe a dozen or two dozen people and then he came back and said hey nobody wants to try it i'm really frustrated i'm like man you're just getting started <laughs> right you know that, that's that's not how you deal in a in yep. a startup environment you really have to go after it so so there's the personal end of things there's the professional end of things there's a motivational aspect of things and then really being candid as to what their strengths and weaknesses are and where they need to subsist in order to create wholesome professions yeah uh, wholesome pers- personalities for themselves and i think what you said about people seeing the glamour of entrepreneurship and startups but they don't realize the work that comes with it so many times people think that those who are successful are lucky but they right. don't realize it takes all that work so how i mean how do you keep people focused when when helping them through that like when they maybe not they didn't realize it was going to be hard how do you keep them going or keep them on like an optimistic track you know i i, I believe that everybody needs uh, a coach and the most mm-hmm. lonely journey is that of an entrepreneur and i tell this to yep. every entrepreneur the most lonely journey anybody can ever face is being an entrepreneur because first it's it's an ambiguous road that you're on there's no telling whether you're going to come out successful or not and and you most of the time it's you just you you know yep. you could have you could have employees they'll come in they'll do the 9 to 5 shift and they'll get out of there but you're there after that much much longer trying to take it to that next level so yeah. that's why there is definitely the need for a coach somebody who's been there done that to help you work with you and the best coach in my mind is someone who's tried 
probably failed a couple of times, but you know who, who's who's tried and who's come out with moderate success. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be somebody who's come out with tremendous success because guess what? The guys who have come out with tremendous success are either retired <sighs> or they're on to their next gig or they're yeah. just enjoying life. They're not yeah. going to spend the time trying to teach somebody else how they became successful. And and you don't want them to because you know what? They probably did not go through as many rough patches as somebody who's tried again and again and again and, and failed a couple of times and has come out moderately successful. Those are the people that you want to learn from. Mm. Um, and and that's the reason because you know what? You know All the coaches are not the star players. But the ones who have tried and, you know, they know exactly what mistakes to avoid. And those are the people that you need to work with. Mm. And what I do with a lot of my, uh, the people that I work with is a lot of times it's, it's just personal mentoring. It's yep. just keeping, keeping their fire up and, and having them grow, uh, go through it. Um, you know, the professional side of things, they can tackle it. You know, a lot of people, if they are entrepreneurs, they have the, enough of willpower and strength to tackle that. But on the personal front, just keeping them on target, keeping them on task. And I, I tell everyone that they, the guaranteed way to become successful is not giving up. Going mm-hmm. on and on and on is the only way to success. Persistency. Persistence, absolutely. Yep. You know, uh, for some, it might come on the 10th day. For some, it might come in the 10th year. There's mm-hmm. no telling when it's going to come. But not giving up and going on and on is the only way to become successful. Yeah, it's like it's like going back to that story. You hear a guy digging for gold or digging for diamonds, and he's digging and digging and digging, and he gets uh, so far and gives up. And then someone comes along and continues working, and they hit the diamonds, they hit the gold, and hit that that first guy was so close, but he gave up just before the tides right. turned, just before he he had that breakthrough. And that's the same kind of thing as far as like entrepreneurial journeys or anything really. You just have to keep trying and keep going day after day. And eventually that persistent persistency will pay off. You know, they say they, they tell that to you, even in Las Vegas, right? If you're on the mm-hmm. slot machines, yeah. they, they say, go and find a slot machine that somebody has played for a long time yep. and then just pick it up from there on. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, <laughs> So it's yeah. like that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think the yeah, just the mindset of people is so hard. What would you, so people just starting out, what would you give them advice wise on when things might get frustrating? What would you tell them to do or, or think on that will keep them going and not giving up? I think I would say planning is a mm. big, big part of whatever journey you want to get started on. You know, it's it's very easy to wake up and uh, one fine day decide that, hey, I'm going to have this bright idea. I'm going to go get started on it. And a lot of people, what they do is the first thing that they do is they go and start creating a pitch deck. They'll start looking around for money mm. or they go and say, okay, I'm going to start building the product. But what what's missing is the planning, you know, the research that needs to go in, in terms of market validation, talking to prospective customers to figure out if you're on the right track or not, uh, you know, spending the time to define what your product is before you even start creating your product, mm. all of those things and the amount of planning that's needed in order to stand up your company, you know, on a personal level, where are you? If you did not have a job, uh, are you okay with surviving? Have, do you have survival income for the next six months? Mm. You know, that's a question people need to ask themselves. If, if you do, are you ready to put in the amount of hours without getting paid over the next six months to start what you really 
aspire to do because that right. is a tr- that is a true test if you get through 6 months and uh, you fail you know you're not cut out for it yet yeah i'm not saying not everybody can become an entrepreneur but you know you got to be realistic you got to mm-hmm. you got to spend the time in planning and then go after execution just don't wake up with a dream and then go and try to execute and that will frustrate you right at the get go yeah and i think it's huge that when you have those those journeys you're on trying to build something or trying to achieve something you you've got to come back and have that reason that you're doing it something big enough that's going to pull you through those tough times and those rough patches for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Know your why, you know, why yeah. are you into it? Why are you doing yeah. this? And then don't fear to ask for help. You know, oh, it yeah. doesn't, it could be a coach. It does, if it's, if you don't want to go to a coach, if you can't afford a coach, probably a friend that you can lean on, mm. talk to people, you know, just do something that you do different every single day, you know, go and talk yep. to two people or three people. Yeah. Uh, bounce, bounce of ideas, you know, go and find, get a drink with someone, you know, these are all important things to, you never know where the next bright idea is going to come from, where the next opportunity is going to come from. That's true. So, so the more people you talk to, the better off you are. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that was a big thing I, I just took from that was doing the activities that are going to make a difference. You got to do different things if you want different results. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, you know, and don't, don't be, don't fear getting out of your comfort zone, you know, right. and I'll give you a small example, right? Six months ago, when I decided to start a podcast, all I knew was I could go to Apple podcast and click on something and it'll start playing. I can listen to it. I had, <laughs> I had no idea how to do a podcast. I had right. no idea. The whole process of system, the system of creating a podcast you know, the hardware, the software, how do you record it, your mm-hmm. editing, your cover art, you know, hosting your uh, podcast, nothing. I knew nothing. And there were a couple of different ways of doing it. You know, if you have the time and the energy, it, you can Google up anything and you'll find your information. Right. Yep. And if you want to cut that time short, then find someone who's been there, done that, who's just, even if they're just one step ahead of you and find that help. And mm-hmm. then, you know, that'll that'll cut out several weeks and months of effort for you you know that that yeah. i'm a big 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 believer of that Absolutely. and and then you glean what you need from them and then you go and you build it you know yep. today i have a podcast and you know it's all set up and all i have to do is churn my episodes out i do it all myself mm-hmm. and and uh, get it out there so six months ago that was not my comfort zone you know yep. It took a little bit of effort to figure it out, but now I think uh, now I'm in a position. I've I've got a podcasting course. I call it the top podcast mastery course you know, that I have got other people going through and launching their own podcasts. That's awesome. Yeah, and I I agree completely when it's when you said like you have to get out of the comfort zone because it's so true. I mean, in anything. If you're trying to get stronger, you're going to have pain with your workouts. You're going to have discomfort that you have to go through for those muscles to increase in size for, for them to grow and for you to actually increase your strength. There's going to be that discomfort. Um, and so, yeah, it's just like anything else. You're going to have to do something a little bit different. You might not want to do, uh, for growth. So you can't have growth without some discomfort, without getting out of that comfort zone for sure. And, you know, I think all of us are guilty of that. You know, I'll give my own example, right? 2006 was the first time when I decided I wanted to write a book. Hmm. Um, and you know, I spent a few days writing. And then uh, 2016 came and the book wasn't done yet. Hmm. And, um, 
you know, and then I started a second book and then that was going on for a while. And then, you know, I used to chat with my daughter. I, I have a middle school daughter mm. who knows some of this stuff that I'm doing. And then, you know, one day she asked me the question, you know, when are you going to finish your book? And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm really setting a bad example for her. Mm. Um, and I, you know, if not for the book, at least for her, I got to get through the process of writing a book. And yeah. then when she was out, uh, she was actually out to India um, for summer vacation. And I told her, by the time you come back, I'll have a surprise for you. So by the time she came mm-hmm. back, I, I finished writing it. I finished publishing it. And then I had a hard copy for her ready to see it when she came back. That's awesome. And it felt great because uh, yeah. not, not for the pr- process of writing the book, but more so to be able to tell her that, you know, I decided on something and it's done. Yeah. And that's so cool. So that was kind of your why was to yeah to show her that and, and to, to be an example. And that's awesome. And that's what got you through writing that book. So that's cool. That's, that's a really neat story. Uh, just showing like why it's important to have that reason for mm-hmm. your journey. Absolutely. So how happy was she when she saw it? Oh, she was thrilled. Now <laughs> she's, she's, she's waiting on my other two books to get done. So That's awesome. now at least I have got a framework, right? You know, I yeah. try to, I try to write every, uh, every other day. I know I have to finish a certain number of uh, words, certain number of pages. I've got more discipline into the process in terms of how I write it now. And yep. of course, there's, there's so many tools out there now that, you know, I can speak it, you know, mm-hmm. I can, I can, I can speak, record it and get, get the transcription come back. And all I have to do is go through and edit it. Um, so there's so many ways of doing it, but but it goes back to that one point, right? All of these things are accessible to everybody out there, but how many people are writing books? That's right. the question, right? Yeah. So so you got to have a why. You got to have a strong reason why you want to do something, and then you yeah. got to go go out there and be able to do it. Absolutely. Um, and, and yeah, it's because it's so hard to get discouraged. There's so much negativity and so much of that going around that if you don't focus on the positive, on the reason then you're just going to get discouraged so much quicker and, and just kind of give up. I feel like a lot of people do because of all that negativity is, that's just circling around us all the time. Absolutely. And, and, you know, we are in a different world right now. We are in yep. this whole social media world where we spend a lot of time, you know, it's amazing. Your phone tells you how many hours you've spent on social <laughs> media. And sometimes it's an eye opener. It's like, oh, yeah. like, I couldn't have spent so many hours on there, but yeah, we all do. And then, the barrier to entry for anything, whether it's coaching, whether it's podcasting, mm-hmm. whether it's whatever it is, is very, very low right now. So you yep. have a lot of people jumping on the bandwagon. Yep. Not to say that everybody has a quality product and service. You know, there's a lot of, you've got to sift through a lot to figure out what will work for you. Right. And, and it's important for people to note that they should not feel drowned at the amount of advertising that's coming their way, the amount of people coming to them and saying, learn from me, learn from me, learn from me. You need to find a way to hold on to your stead, have discipline, and just go after what will work for you. Sift through it, find one thing that will work for you and stick with it. Don't, yeah. don't, look, don't look at everything that's coming your way. Oh, that's, the way that's the way to take steps towards what you want to do. Yeah, and, and just remembering that it's, not going to be quick. The very few times has anything successful happened very quickly. Right. Uh, it's been a process and it takes a lot of time. And so I know a lot of people think that it'll be a real quick thing and then end up getting burnt out or discouraged because it doesn't happen very fast. Absolutely. You're, yeah. you're right. The, that instant gratification is something mm-hmm. that people look for. But again, it goes back to discipline. You know, how disciplined are you to learn things and apply them in order to get the results that you want? 
Yeah. Again, I think it just goes back to the the persistence. Mm-hmm. And going to just sticking with it, sticking with it. It's a marathon, not a sprint type mentality. And understanding that, uh, I think, will put you in a better mindset. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I know we mentioned um, that how important it is to seek people who have been there, done that to help us learn, to help get us to the next level. And so this kind of falls with pencil leadership and some of the traits uh, that go with pencil leadership. So the first one is, have you personally have or had someone that's really impacted your journey so far? Yeah. So, you know, I've never had a mentor per Mm -hmm. se who I worked with one-on-one, but, you know, Mm -hmm. but I've relied on several resources, right? Mm -hmm. So one is, you know, I'm a big fan of Zig Ziglar. You know, Mm -hmm. I've I've listened to a lot of his shows and, um, you know, I love the way he kind of, uh, he uses the story methodology in terms of putting his points across, you know, that's been very useful. Um, You know, I've read a lot of books I continue to read a lot of books and it could be anybody, you know, um, you know, the contemporary uh, authors or the traditional or the uh, authors from ages ago, I, you know, I make sure I read through that. And then I try to glean what I want to glean from it. You know, Mm. I I don't look for the book to tell me what it's trying to teach. I try to apply it back to my life and say, okay, or my situation at point in time and say, okay, okay, this is what I'm going to, going to learn from this, you know, and uh, whether it's, you know, some of the older Stephen Covey books or mm. some of the, some of the new books from some of the new contemporary authors, yeah. there's always something to learn from. I think, I think one of the greatest things is reading is still a very coveted skill. I would say, you know, a lot of people like to do the audio books or right. uh, there's a lot of video content out there, but I think reading is really, really, really useful because you know what? It fires up your imagination. Absolutely. Yep. You, you got to play that video in your head while you're reading it. And I think that's the fun of it. Uh, yeah, I agree. Then being fed, you know, you, you got to do some cooking yourself. <laughs> so, you know, I, I love that aspect of it. So I, I do that. And um, from time to time, I, I'm get, I get into, uh, you know, wherever I can learn, whether it's a masterclass here, mm-hmm. a masterclass there. And then, like I said, right, there's this stuff that for me, uh, whether when I'm coaching somebody or when I'm writing an article or, or whatever I'm doing um, is one way of, reiterating it back to myself as to what I've learned. A lot of my blog posts and articles are just that. You know, I, I learned mm. something and then the best way to reiterate back to me what I've learned is to pen it down. I when, it. I, yep. when, when I pen it down, you know, for one, it's it's rock solid in my head. For mm. two, now I have, a, I have something. I have an artifact that I can put out there on the internet and use it as an article or a blog post or something. So that's something else that's that I awesome. like to do. Yeah. So are are you currently reading any like good business or self-development books or just finished any? Yeah, actually, you know, I've I've read a couple. I've read The Charge by Brendan Bouchard recently. Uh Um, You know, I'm I'm reading, uh, I'm reading uh, What Really Matters. Um, You know, the, it's basically the story of uh, Google and their, their OKRs and how OKRs are the de facto rule nowadays with a lot of, uh, a lot of companies that have come out successful. Uh, so there's there's that that I'm reading. I recently have uh, bought another one. You know, uh, I think it it's uh, forget the author. I think it's Brendan Kane. Uh, it's it's about how to get your first million followers in about thirty days. Oh wow! Uh, you know, cool. so that, that's something that I'm reading. You know, awesome. Trying uh, trying to brush up a lot on my digital marketing skills yeah. lately. Yeah, yeah, and that's cool. There's so much that you can take out from those uh, and learn for sure. Um, so with the second 
kind of trait. We we all obviously make mistakes and have had hard times and stuff, but it, has there been a, a really hard or rough time or mistake you've done or been through now looking back on it, you've seen the res or the uh, excuse me, you've seen the positive results that have come from it. Um, you know, I think one one of the things one of my principles in life is, um, and I you know a lot of people um, a lot of people regret a lot of different things that mm. they do. You know, I look back at my life, I I don't think the way my life has played out, I regret anything at all. You know, I don't think there's a single decision I've regretted in my life. Mm -hmm. That's that's the way I like to look at my life because when I look back. And whatever the outcome of that particular decision was, it was my decision at a point in time. And the outcome was a as a result of that decision. I uh, accepted it and moved forward. That's the way mm -hmm. I like to, like to look at it. Um, but, but there are things, you know, there are things like I'll give you an example from my from my uh, uh, direct marketing days, okay. sales. Okay, mm -hmm. So this was a Canadian company that came into India back in mid-90s which was a big deal because they had all these uh, great toys, kitchenware, books uh, that huh. we, they, were, they were asking us to take door to door and all they were all imported stuff. And imported mm -hmm. things were big in India at that point in time because the country hadn't opened up yet as much as it's now. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so there was this American guy who actually took me around on the field, door to door, I lugging back a heavy bag of 30, 30 merchandise pieces and uh, he mm -hmm. took me around showing me how to do a, pitch in, in about two minutes straight mm -hmm. flat, you know, from the time from introducing yourself all the way to closing the sale. And it was great watching him and doing it. And the next day he sent me out with my own bag and he said, you can go and try it out. By the time it hit 12, I, I think I went out around eight o'clock. By the time it was 12, every single person I met said no. <laughs> and, and there were a lot of them who were rude. Uh. And, there, and there were a couple of them who banged the door in my face. Wow. And, you know, my, and I took it personally, my morale was down. I was dejected. I came back dragging the bag. I dropped the bag and told him, you know what, this is I'm not going to do it. And then he just got me a bottle of water. He had made sure I had some water and he was very, very serious. You know, he, 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 he didn't have any kind of pity or sympathy at all. He basically said, listen, there's two things you can do. You can decide to walk out of here. And after that, your history. I don't know what's going to become of you and I'm not going to bother about it. Or you can pick that back up, bag back up again and go out and try for the rest of the day. And he said, if you honestly believe in this law of averages, and they had this law of averages thing where they said, you know, if you go and knock 300 doors, you're going to get about 30 yeses. As he said, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a numbers game. You just got to keep going on and on and on. And as you go on and on, you, you'll have a better, your skill will become better in terms of how you pitch. Mm. So, you know, I thought about it for a minute or two. You know, I sat there for about 10, 20 minutes brooding over it and picked up my bag and said, okay, I'm already here. Let me go and give it a try. And, you know, I just did what he told me to do. And I probably sold about 10 pieces that day. That's awesome. But I was, you know, I never looked back. And I was on that field for a year and a half. I built a team and you had to build a certain number of people. You had to mm. coach them, train them. And then together as a team, you had to do a certain number of uh, sales certain mm -hmm. numbers in sales for i think four weeks consistently and then they gave you your own franchisee office where you could run your own business so i went through all that and i think that was the best training i ever got in my entire life because wow. that still holds me in good stead even today you know i don't i don't get faced by negatives very easily now that's good that's awesome yeah so yeah learning from that moment and just picking yourself back up and knowing like no just means not yet kind of thing. And so right. that's yeah. awesome. 
So the third one is, so you've done a lot. I mean, you've had a lot of experience. You've been through a lot. You've helped a lot of people. So after everything is done here on earth for you, what positive mark do you want people to see left from your life? You know, one of the things that I'm doing, what I'm doing right now, whether it's podcasting or creating courses and mm-hmm. putting, putting stuff out there or my content, my articles, my writing, that's my way of giving back from my experience and expertise over the years. Because when I turn 80 and I look back, I, you know, I want to be able to tell myself that there's nothing left in my head mm. that I, I would say that, hey, I, I haven't told this to somebody. You know, that's my thing. My thing is whatever, awesome. whatever I've learned, I've got to find a way of recording it and putting it back out there. And from the time I put it back out there, all the way through, as long as it's out there, it's going to help somebody in some way or the other. So that, that's mm. that's what I'm going through right now. That's my mission. That's awesome. And it's very, yeah, very commendable one for sure. And, and wanted to impact so many people through your education and your tools by putting them online and everything. So that is, that's awesome. And, and something definitely we can learn from. Um, but Rajiv, I'm so glad you're on the show. Is there any anything you want to uh, just do a shout out, promote, anything like that? We can help you out. Yeah, so, you know, uh, one is my website, rajivmudumba.com. That's my personal website. It's kind awesome. of one, one place which houses everything about me. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, all my social media stuff, my podcast episodes are out there. Plan B Success is my podcast. You can look it up on any of the platforms out, out there. And it's got some great content in terms, not just of the interviews, but for mm. somebody who's who's learning. And, and you know, I try to put honest truth out there. Some of yep. the some of the topics that I've uh, that have done really well are topics like uh, do nice people make poor managers? Hmm. You know, that's that's lurking in people's head. Nobody asks that question. So yeah. you know, I, I put it out there. And is HR really the backbone of a company, or is it just hmm. a weak weak link? You know, so things things like those. You know, they've done really well. And I try to add a lot of content based on my experience, not to sound good but right. sound honest. Yeah. So, so, so that's what it's about. Um, so you can look it up there. And of course, I'm in the process of creating courses, top podcast mastery program that's out there. Um, you know, it's also on my website. You can look it up. Anybody who's looking to learn podcasting and how to get started and what tools to pick up, you know, I learned, I self learned it. Yeah. Several weeks learning it. Um, now I've packaged it where somebody could uh, go through it in a couple of hours and would know everything they need to do to get started. That's awesome. Um, in the process of actually creating another course on business analysis, people who want to become business analysts, I've got about 21 hour course on that. Um, so I'm in the process of recording it. I'll put it out there. Um, you know, I've, I've done it previously. I've, I've taught a lot of people, uh, helped a lot of people become business analysts. Now I'm basically trying to memorialize that. Uh, so there's that. Um, and then, you know, I'm actually in the process of, uh, trying to work on my own social presence so that mm. I can start leveraging and get into more of coaching, consulting yep. and speaking. Awesome. Well, you yeah, guys check out Rajiv and all his stuff. He's got out there for you, some good information. Um, so make sure to follow him and, and get connected there. But Rajiv, thank you again so much for being on the pencil leadership today. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's show. If you enjoyed it, share this with someone else and make a positive impact on their life. Also, head on over and leave a five-star rating if you like anything you heard today. And let me know what you think so I can make this show better for you in the future. And go ahead and connect with me on Instagram at chris.t.anderson. Love to hear from you. Now let's go out and make a difference as pencil leaders.